Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, one of Donald Trump's closest advisors surrenders to the FBI. The legal drama here in Washington as the current president signs into law a sweeping infrastructure bill. A defiant Steve Bannon, facing jail time and hundreds of thousands of dollars in fines, says he won't back down. This is going to be the misdemeanor from hell. Fireworks in the courtroom, the closing arguments in the Kyle Rittenhouse case, as the prosecutor holds the 18-year-old's AR-15 up in court. The historic infrastructure bill becomes law. President Biden signs the largest investment in America's roads and bridges in decades. Breaking news, six teenagers hospitalized after a gunman opens fire at a park in Colorado. Astroworld's 10th victim, the sad news about the nine-year-old boy who was trampled at that Houston concert. Taxi terror attack, incredible surveillance video, a bomber in England triggers an explosion outside a hospital. Tonight, the cab driver who survived. Russia's dangerous space move, what the U.S. says the Russians did that threatened American astronauts. Most expensive Thanksgiving ever? We go to a turkey farm to find out why everything from the turkey to the trimmings will cost you more this year. Touching tribute. What a high school quarterback did one day after his mother died of breast cancer that got Tom Brady's attention. And American kindness, a fisherman on a mission to change lives. 
is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us. We're going to begin with a stunning development in the investigation into the deadly insurrection at the U.S. Capitol in January. Steve Bannon, President Trump's former chief strategist, not only turned himself into federal authorities today, he live-streamed his way into U.S. custody. Mr. Trump has directed Bannon and other allies to refuse to cooperate with the investigation into the January 6th assault. Well, that resulted in Bannon being hit with federal criminal charges. House members looking into the events that led up to the insurrection, hope the case against Bannon will send a signal to other Trump allies that refusing to cooperate could lead to jail time. CBS's Nicole Killian leads off our coverage from the U.S. District Court here in D.C. Good evening, Nicole. Good evening, Nora. Steve Bannon was unapologetic outside of court today before being released on his own recognizance. Bannon told reporters he's going on the offensive. Steve Bannon played to the cameras as he turned himself in and live-streamed his surrender to federal law enforcement. We're taking down the Biden regime. I want you guys to stay focused, stay on message. Remember, signal, not noise. This is all noise, that's signal. Inside court, a more reserved Bannon told a federal judge he understood the conditions of his release, including turning over his passport. The former White House strategist faces two charges of criminal contempt of Congress for failure to appear for a deposition and to produce documents to the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th attack. Both carry a fine of up to $100,000 and a year in jail if convicted. This is going to be the misdemeanor from hell for Merrick Garland, Nancy Pelosi, and Joe Biden. The 67-year-old podcast host was represented by a new lawyer, David Schoen, who also defended former President Trump during the second impeachment trial. This thing was a scam from the beginning. It is outrageous that a criminal charge was brought in this case. The select committee believes Bannon had specific knowledge and was in touch with the former president in the run-up to the Capitol riot. All hell is going to break loose tomorrow. The panel has issued nearly three dozen subpoenas and is also threatening contempt charges against former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows after he skipped a deposition last week. Committee member Stephanie Murphy. The committee will move uh, as quickly as possible because there's a lot of information that we're trying to gather. The select committee could move forward with those contempt charges against Mark Meadows as soon as this week. As for Steve Bannon, he's scheduled to be arraigned Thursday. Nora? Nicole Killian, thank you. Well, tonight, a jury in Kenosha, Wisconsin, is expected to begin deliberations in the murder trial of Kyle Rittenhouse. The 18-year-old could get up to life in prison if convicted of the most serious charge, first-degree intentional homicide for killing two men at a violent protest. CBS's Nancy Chen was at the courthouse for today's dramatic closing arguments. Good evening, Nancy. Nora, good evening to you. Today, the judge dismissed one count of illegal gun possession. He also allowed the jury to consider two lesser charges, which mean less severe consequences, but also make a conviction more likely. In putting the fire extinguisher on the ground and then raising the gun. In closing arguments, prosecutors showed jurors this video of Kyle Rittenhouse raising his AR-15 style rifle at a protester, Joseph Rosenbaum. Moments later, it led to this chase and Rittenhouse shooting Rosenbaum four times at close range. A second shot, which goes through Mr. Rosenbaum's hand, and then a third and fourth shot, one that grazes the right scalp and one that goes right into Mr. Rosenbaum's back. And that is the kill shot. 
Prosecutors argued that Rittenhouse instigated the shootings that left two men, including Rosenbaum, dead and one seriously injured. When the defendant provokes the incident, he loses the right to self-defense. You cannot claim self-defense against a danger you create. Today, Rittenhouse's defense attorney told the jury his client acted in self-defense. My client ran two blocks without shooting at anyone, pointing at anyone, doing anything to try and get away. While running away, Rittenhouse shot and killed another man, Anthony Huber, who hit him with a skateboard. Rittenhouse then shot and wounded Gage Grosskreutz. During eight days of testimony, the jury heard from more than 30 witnesses. So I didn't do anything wrong. I defended myself. But the pivotal moment came from Rittenhouse himself, who broke down on the stand. People right there. In court, Kyle's mother, Wendy, has been by his side. She told me her son has remorse for what happened that night. So in talking to him, he does regret going that night now? Yeah, he does. In the beginning, um, you know, he said yes, but now he won't. He wouldn't go. And Kenosha is paying close attention as this trial nears a verdict. Wisconsin's governor has put 500 National Guard members on standby for potential unrest, Nora. Nancy Chen, thank you. We want to turn now to some breaking news out of Aurora, Colorado. Six teenagers were rushed to hospitals after a gunman opened fire at a park near Aurora Central High School. No shots were fired at the school, but it was quickly shut down and parents picked up their children. The shooter is still on the loose. The motive for the attack not known. All right, turning overseas now, Britain raised its terrorism threat level to its second highest level today after a suspect blew himself up outside a hospital in Liverpool, England on Sunday. The bomb went off inside a taxi and the driver of that cab is being called a hero. CBS's Holly Williams has details. Captured on surveillance video, this is the moment a homemade bomb exploded in a taxi outside Liverpool Women's Hospital. The driver escaping the smoking car before it was engulfed in flames. The suspected terrorist died in the inferno. Tonight, police said they believe the attacker was Emad Al-Swilmeen. An improvised explosive device has been manufactured and our assumption so far is that it was built by the passenger in the taxi. The taxi driver's been named by British media as David Perry, and he's being hailed as a hero. The mayor of Liverpool said he'd locked the alleged terrorist inside the car, preventing a, quote, awful disaster. There's been no confirmation of that by the police, but the prime ministers commended him. It does look as though uh, the taxi driver in question did behave uh, with incredible presence of mind and, and, and bravery. Amazingly, Perry reportedly suffered only minor injuries, including a ruptured eardrum. His wife has dismissed stories of his heroism as rumours and asked for privacy, writing on social media, the most incomprehensible thing has happened to us. The blast was just streets away from Liverpool's cathedral, where they were holding a service remembering the fallen in the two world wars, with around 2,000 in attendance. Jimmy Ashworth's corner store is yards from where the alleged terrorist lived. I was just more shocked that I've been living next to a terrorist. It's probably the best way to say it to if you want me to be honest with you. Police have arrested four men described as associates of the bomber. This is the second terrorist incident here in the United Kingdom in the last month. In October, an assailant allegedly inspired by ISIS stabbed a member of parliament to death. 
Nora. My, that threat level is up. All right, Holly Williams, thank you. Well, history was made at the White House today as President Biden signed a sweeping bipartisan infrastructure bill into law. It's a trillion dollar investment in America's roads, bridges, ports and broadband Internet, among many other repairs and upgrades. CBS's Nancy Cordes has all the details. Today. We're finally getting this done. It was a bipartisan celebration at the White House this afternoon as President Biden touted the biggest infrastructure investment in generations. I truly believe that 50 years from now, historians are going to look back at this moment and say, that's the moment America began to win the competition of the 21st century. The law President Biden signed today deploys $550 billion in new federal spending to improve roads and bridges, rail and public transit, the power grid, broadband, water systems, and more. Just today, New York's governor announced the money will help stave off subway fare hikes. Kentucky's governor said it may enable the rebuilding of the pivotal Brent Spence Bridge without the need for tolls. This is what can happen when Republicans and Democrats decide we're going to work together to get something done. Tonight, the president holds a video conference with Chinese President Xi Jinping amid rising tensions between the two countries. Recent satellite images show mock U.S. warships set up in a Chinese desert, possibly built for target practice. He's a smart, smart guy. The two presidents have known each other for years, but this is their first virtual face-to-face -face since Mr. Biden took office. We're not old friends. It's just pure business. How would you describe their relationship going into this meeting? President Xi is somebody he's spent time with, he's had face-to-face -face conversations with, and because of that, the president feels that he's able to have candid discussions uh, with President Xi. And the White House says that President Biden will be candid tonight in that conference about China's military buildup, along with human rights abuses and recent cyber attacks. There's also speculation that she may invite Biden to next year's Beijing Olympics. That's an invitation, Nora. President Biden may not be in the mood to accept right now. Mm, really interesting, Nancy Cordes. Thank you. All right, now to this story. A nine-year-old boy who was trampled at that concert in Houston earlier this month has died from his injuries. Ezra Blunt had been sitting on his father's shoulders watching one of his favorite artists, Travis Scott, when fans rushed the stage and chaos erupted. His father struggled to breathe in the crush and blacked out. The boy was one of 10 people killed in the tragedy. All right, tonight, high drama aboard the International Space Station. Seven astronauts had to scramble to their safety capsules after Russia blew up one of its own satellites with an Earth-based missile. It created a cloud of space junk that could potentially damage the space station. Here's CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti. Station Houston on space to ground two for an early wake-up. Astronauts aboard the International Space Station were awakened overnight by NASA flight controllers in Houston. We were recently informed of a satellite breakup and need to have you guys start reviewing the safe haven procedure. The threat, a deadly cloud of space debris, hundreds of thousands of pieces, generated after Russia intentionally blew up one of its satellites while testing an anti-satellite missile. 
Seven crew members, including four Americans, a German, and two Russians, sought shelter in specialized capsules. While the debris passed the space station without incident, experts say it will continue to orbit for a century or longer, possibly threatening future missions. Jonathan Vigliotti, CBS News. All right, we want to turn now to the skyrocketing cost of your Thanksgiving feast, from the turkey to the trimmings. So we visited a farm in Maryland to find out why prices are so high this year. The gleam of morning light washes over Maryland farmland, where Chris Bohr is raising a flock of all-natural turkeys. And it's time for an expensive breakfast. How much has the cost of feed gone up? It's almost doubled. Rising costs making that bird on your family dinner table a pricey holiday treat. Is this going to be the most expensive Thanksgiving ever? I, I guess to this point it probably will be. How much have you increased the price of your turkeys? Our pricing for retail went up almost 15%. And that's just the turkey. The overall price of groceries, including Thanksgiving favorites like sweet potatoes, cranberry sauce, and pumpkin pie, has gone up 5.4% in the last year. For poultry, meat, eggs, and fish, it's even higher, an almost 12% increase. Why is the price of turkey going up? Everything that we're buying nowadays is costing more. Feed, fuel, labor, all of those things have increased in price from 2020 to 2021. Boar has 20,000 free-range turkeys. His days are long, and it takes heavy equipment to get the work done. Fuel costs, how does that impact your business? You go to the gas station now and you fill up your tank, maybe it's 10 or 15 gallons of fuel. We buy fuel 10 to 20,000 gallons a year. When you do it in those numbers, the price of diesel fuel now is twice as much as it was last year. You have to pass that on to the consumer. Or eat some of that cost ourselves. Once you raise prices, do you ever see them coming back down? There's a possibility. It's very rare. Most businesses aren't going to lower prices after they've already raised them. Last year, as COVID swept across America, Bohr kept his business going by raising smaller birds. We saw how the pandemic was affecting consumers, realizing that they weren't going to have large gatherings. We raised more smaller turkeys last year. What size turkeys are you raising this year? Not as many smaller turkeys. Some people still want a smaller turkey, but with the families having larger gatherings, we want to make sure we have those as well. Chris Bohr is the third generation in his family to work this farm. And yes, those birds are part of the family. I tell people, you know, if you're feeding a family of four, the cost of feeding that family went up from last November to this November. I'm feeding a family of 20,000. And get this, to feed those turkeys, it takes three pounds of feed for a turkey to gain just one pound. Learned that new. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home? isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
In Havre de Grace, Maryland this weekend, a man was rescued after driving his car into the Susquehanna River. With the car sinking fast and the driver buckled in, a rescue boat team who happened to be filming a training video at the same time jumped into action. The driver was pulled out and rushed to a hospital. All right, a New Jersey teen dedicated the game of his life to his mom this weekend. Alex Brown threw for six touchdowns and rushed for two more as his Red Bank Catholic beat Morris Catholic 58 to 34. Listen to this, just the day before Alex lost his mom, Michelle, after a nearly 15-year battle with breast cancer. After the game, Alex said, I knew she was looking down the whole time. Thousands reached out. That's Tom Brady. Yeah, he reached out, too, on social media to send his very best. Think about that. Tonight we have the story of one man's fishing journey. It began over a decade ago with a goal far greater than catching fish. CBS's Janet Shamlian has the story. On a perfect day, 11 miles off the Florida coast, the fish are biting. There you go, that's what it's about. For angler William Big Will Dunn, the water feels like home. For 15-year-old Jerron Williams, it's a different story. You've never been on a boat? No, ma'am, not at all. I'm very scared. Very real. Dunn has taken thousands of kids fishing over the past dozen years. I grew up in a rough school, and I was a pretty rough kid when I was their age. I still remember days when I went out with my dad. A mission that began with a neighbor child whose dad wasn't around. It was like a joy seeing this little boy catch a fish that he never caught in his life. Soon he was digging into his savings to invest in other teens. There you go. Got another. Many, like 11-year-old Jaden, are without fathers. You just get like this feeling of freedom when you do it. It's really special to be out here. All are in need. What is your reward? My reward is, sorry, if I could just be a light for one kid. It's worth it all. Just one more. For Juran, lessons beyond how to reel one in. Patient is key. Yeah, right? Yes, ma'am. Necessary when fishing, essential for life. Janet Shamley and CBS News, Clearwater, Florida. If you teach a kid to fish, well, you know the rest. Tomorrow, amid a worker shortage, what some companies are doing to entice holiday helpers. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.